This is episode 176, locally sourced, organic, artisanal, but. but. (laughs) (laughs) It's the tone control. Hashtag control your tone. Giveaway inside. Click Ah! for more. What happens next will amaze you. (laughs) (laughs) Don't open until Christmas. I entered this giveaway with one easy step. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm a tone control and you can too. <laughs> I'm not a podcaster, but I play one on the internet. What's McGee has joined the recording. <laughs> you like that? I did. That brought joy back to my life, considering I just had to fight Craig. <laughs> right, I've been re-enjoyified. Where does this go? This can go here. You can live right there, Justin. Okay. Okay. We're back. Okay. We're back. We're back, baby. We're back as hell. <laughs> Davis Squade has new pedals. Guess what we're not talking about tonight, boys. <laughs> Fucking pedals. Yeah, dude. Although oh, we, we probably guys. will. We're only, we're <laughs> we probably human. will. Yeah. You know what? This is a this is gonna be this is a free form. This is a fast and loose, fun time Thanksgiving episode. We're recording this on a Wednesday, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving in the year 2020 that that the year that can't be that shall shall not be named the year that just won't quit <laughs> the, year, the year that keeps on giving 2020 <laughs> uh it's thanksgiving and we're going to we're going to give thanks for the year that keeps on giving by <laughs> doing an episode that is not a normal episode <laughs> giving anxiety oh my god <laughs> Yeah, oh, man. Um, it's it's been a hard year. Obviously, I don't need to tell you about that. Um, I'm sure it has been hard, <laughs> a hard for you. Hard year for pedals. It's been a hard year for all of us in different ways, and it fucking sucks. So, yeah. Um, the thing is, though, this podcast is one of those pillars of my life that I'm able to lean on. You know, it's recurring. It's the same time every week. It's the same like except amount this of, week. Except this week, <laughs> <laughs> it's the same like production. Like I have to do the same thing every week, and that's that routine yeah. is very helpful for me, and I think it's very mm-hmm. helpful for a lot of people. Um, if you're still like able to go to work and stuff like that, that those yeah. rhythms are very valuable. So this podcast is one of those things, and you know, it's Thanksgiving season. It's it's the holidays now, and here we are. So I guess in the yeah. interest of of like reflection and giving thanks. We're just like, we're kicking it, man. We're just chilling. We're talking. We have a bunch of questions from three people. (laughs) (laughs) We solicited questions and a person or two responded. Yep. And we're going to answer them as best we can. There's there's great questions here. Um, some of them are quite fun. Some of them are quite serious, which is just exactly what I wanted. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So here's the thing. Um, 
it, we talk to a lot of the same people in Discord and, you know, throughout this community a lot. And that could be you, listener. <laughs> <laughs> this could be you for the low, low price of downloading a free app. <laughs> yeah, just so we talk about Patreon and Discord a bunch. And um, I just like, we still want to make it clear Discord is free and open and available to everyone. Uh, our server is free, it's in the show notes. Just click that link. Uh, if you already have a Discord account, Discord just join. Servers. That's what I mean. Like, it's just I, yeah. I don't want people to be confused about like, well, I don't want to yeah. like put money down for this thing that I'm not going to use. It's it's really no harm to join, and it's just like casual chit chat about gear mm-hmm. and music and um, and if you and don't video use games. it, nothing else will happen in your life. Yeah, yeah, and we're just sort of always there saying, hey, hey, you guys heard this new song from so and so? It's pretty good, pretty good. Or like, how about this? How about this distortion pedal? Huh? And then yeah. that's kind of how conversations go. And we're like, neat. I like distortion pedals. So, right. so if that sounds like something you're into, join the Discord. Link in the show notes. If you want to take that to the next level, well, guess what, my friend? We got an opportunity for you. <laughs> I can't tell, Justin, if you're like... What's he going to say next? Are you like doing something in the background while I'm vamping here about Patreon? I was, or like, I was thinking about it. I'm going to be honest. Vamp okay. about Patreon, and then I'm going to tell you what I was doing in the background. Okay, cool. Um... Patreon, uh, if you're if you're loving the show, if you're loving the community, if you're just all about it, you can pay us a dollar a month, and we're going to give you a nifty shout out here at the end of the show. Uh, but then, if you just if to borrow uh, a, a phrase from Brian Gower of the Tone Jerks, if you double down, if you love what you hear and you double down, two bucks a month, you can get into a special super top secret club within Discord and listen to us record the show live. Typically every other Thursday, <laughs> but tonight, no, tonight, Wednesday, um, 8 p.m. Thursdays, uh, it's just popping off in here. It's a party every other week. We're jamming. We're talking about guitars. We're talking about pedals. We're talking about butts, like whatever's on our minds. It's here. And you can yeah. like, you can distract us. You can send funny pictures. You can chat with other people listening. It's, it's kind of like, like watching a Twitch stream, like a gaming stream, but for right. podcasts. But it's an exclusive gaming stream, uh, yeah. an exclusive Twitch stream that's not just available, um, you know, just just for anybody, just for any of those Twitch nerds. Yeah. <sighs> so, anyway, that's all. It's two bucks a month. That's like a dollar an episode. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, 50 cents an episode if you uh, do what I said before and, well, no, wait, that doesn't change anything. And pause your episode halfway through so that yeah. we come out weekly. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, um, it's a really the, ghetto move, I think, for our podcast to do. Yeah. I'm really curious about other people's podcast listening habits if they listen all in one shot or if it's over a few days or something like that. Uh, or if, if you listen on we release get, day. We can or, get into that and in, in the questions. We can just add that to our own list. Like um, that's a question for us by us? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. And for every well, I assume I so here's what I'm thinking. We're we're doing like listener questions. I don't I don't expect this is gonna stop there. I expect we're gonna be, you know, over the next couple of weeks, we're gonna be chewing through everybody's answers to these questions. That's fair. Discord, yeah. You know what? I'll, right? I'll put these questions up. We'll post them after the show and be like, everybody chime in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. So I guess one thing uh, I want to mention, though, I'm talking about Patreon so early in the show, which is not usually what we do. But the Patreon, it's just over a year since we started it, and it's been great. The support is awesome. And it allows us to do great, like, fun stuff for the show, including giveaways, which we are announcing here and now today. (gasps) Wow. Oh, my God, you guys. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, supporters of the show on Patreon know that there is a, give- a giveaway coming because I posted about it. Didn't tell them what it was, though. It's it's a little top secret until right now. We are giving away a $50. Oh, wait. Davis Squade has already disqualified himself. He doesn't so, okay, want it. We'll okay. scratch you right on the loose. <laughs> uh, we are giving away a $50 gift card to stringjoy.com. If you're not familiar with Stringjoy, you can go to stringjoy.com and learn about it. It's great. <laughs> It's a great sets of guitar strings, all different kinds of, of stuff, um, tons of different combinations, tons like bass strings, guitar strings, uh, extended range guitars, all that kind of stuff. They have everything you could possibly want. And we're giving away $50 dues to Stringjoy. So, Which are actually uh, dollar dues, by the way, the exchange rate for, between that and, and uh, American dollars is currently one-to-one. So that's yeah. 50 American yeah. dollars. Also one-to-one with American doll hairs. and unfortunately Davis Quaid has already did oh shoot I just threw a USB key across the room by accident we'll just wait here okay that's fine uh, Davis Squade, um, unfortunately disqualified already. I bet he's feeling some regret. At he says point, he doesn't but. want it. But, um, you know, it was a recent post by Davis Squade about um, about Stringjoy that made me go, you know what? That would be a good option for a, a giveaway. I'm glad I don't have to consider him now. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, 50 <sighs> bucks, which also means, like, if you're a bassist, that's going to get you a pack of bass strings. It's, we wanted to yeah. include everybody yeah. and not just like, oh, here's like 5% off or something like that. It's, it's a real right. deal. That's a good amount of money. So um, what are the conditions? We've had a hard time like setting up the, the parameters for this giveaway um, because of like stupid internet tools. <laughs> because that the internet is hard give- to use, you guys. Yeah, for things like giveaways and like we also don't want to like pay <laughs> extra money to like host the giveaway. So, <laughs> you know, it's it's just kind of a pain. But um so we need to come up with a hashtag. We could crowdsource that hashtag right now because we're going to search by hashtag uh later on to find mm-hmm. a winner. So what sh- let's start at square one. What should the hashtag be? The hashtag, by the way, we're gonna do Instagram, right? We decided yeah, Instagram sorry, is, yes. is kind of what we care about. We don't really care about Twitter, I think Twitter became irrelevant approximately four years ago, and it was. We have a Twitter, yeah. It's we have a Twitter. It's just like (laughs) not 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 a load of activity. Um, Um, But Facebook, uh, even more in the in the in the toilet in the toilet. Yeah, we have all those things, but it's all about like I think the community sort of thrives a little better on Instagram, and Mm -hmm. it's better for. it's better for what we're going to be doing as far as like resharing an image and searching for that image with the hashtag. Uh, I love that guy, Davis. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Dave, uh, Davis squared for life. For life, the number four L Y F E. So yeah, let's, let's, uh, Davis squared is a butt. Davis squared well, is a butt. I think Actually, guys, could, is there a character limit on Instagram like there is on Twitter? Uh, I'm sure there is. There's a 30 hashtag limit. I don't know about if there's a character <laughs> limit. 30 <laughs> hashtag limit. <laughs> I'm not sure about um, characters for posts, but yeah. So we need a hashtag to search by. Um, yeah, maybe a hashtag that's 250 characters long. This <laughs> is not to, funny, right? You have to copy and paste it out of our show notes. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. What if it was hmm. like hashtag... TTC string joy giveaway. It's a little on the nose, don't you? Is think? it a little too long? Is it a little too like pointed? It's exactly what it is. Um, um how about how about um how about uh hashtag um uh, do I have to say hashtag? 
Uh, it just felt weird. I said I think, hashtag, and then I didn't have the idea ready, and then I realized how stupid it was to say hashtag. Uh, uh, mm. uh, <laughs> pound sign. <Yeah>, pound sign. <laughs> um, um, take uh, take control of your tone. Control who controls your tone? Hashtag who controls your tone? Yeah, I like that. Or what about just control your tone? Control hashtag control your tone. Mm. Okay, that's it. Mm. We're getting close here. Is that the one? It's, it feels good. Hashtag control your tone. Um, I will create a post on Instagram that you will need to reshare with that hashtag. Hashtag control your tone. Um, this is open and available to all listeners of the tone control. Mm-hmm. As long as you post that thing. We we're, we're, we're going to, what I'm going to do, what someone what someone on the tone control crew is going to do is search that hashtag and then um, I, I want you to also be a follower mm-hmm. and I want to and I want to be able to give a bonus entry for being a discord member yep so if you're in discord and you reshare that's two entries if you're not in discord and you reshare that's one entry um and I guess in, if you're just in Discord, you get entered anyway, even you don't, if you yeah, don't, right. don't use yeah. Instagram. Um, um, but but you should do that. Yeah. Right. So we're trying to. We, we here's the thing. I wanted to do one of the, and I talked Derek into trying to do this, and he did the whole thing and everything, and then it, and then it proved and that, that, that it totally wasn't backfired. Work. Yeah. <laughs> we wanted to do one of those things where you you go onto the site and you click and you verify that you've like reshared the thing and it just tracks it all, and then we don't have to do this. And the the site is complete rubbish it mm-hmm. will do nothing correctly apparently they can't even track like twitter and facebook at all but they still advertise like they can it's completely it's, and a lot stupid. of it's behind a paywall which is not helpful yeah. for us a paywall that is higher than the gift card we're giving away yeah. um so here's okay yes anyway uh, so we're doing this manually out, so look yeah. out for a post on our instagram page at the tone control um there'll be instructions there as well but yes Follow the tone control on Instagram and reshare the post with hashtag control your tone and you'll be entered to win a $50 gift card to stringjoy.com. If you are also in Discord, you get a second entry. So you yeah, this, so that means you everybody like, in Discord right now, you're already entered. Yep. And if you Thank want to you. enter again, post on Instagram. Instagram. Yep. And also like if you know you're gonna join Discord because of this, just let us know. Just and do we'll, it. we'll mark you down as a second entry. So um, yeah, how long is this running? We want it to run a little longer than the last one, I think, so we have a good amount of time for people to get on board. Yeah. Um, um, I know we publish every other week, but I'm sure some people are a little behind. So, so okay, so here's, I was just thinking about this today. Um, so with our schedule, we're going to be recording, so we're going to be, this is going to come out on the 30th, and then the next episode would be on the 14th of December. And then the next one would be scheduled to come out on the twenty eighth. Um, um, okay. Well, in that case, let's let it, let's let it go six weeks then. Okay. And we'll so the episode that will be on um, January eleven, Monday, January eleventh. We will, um, which means we will be recording on the seventh of January, which means that will be the end day. That will be the okay. day that we will need to pull the thing. So January okay. seven is when this is going to run till, and that is when we will. Um, that is when we will, we will pull the winner and announce. 
Cool. So I'll get a post. I probably won't be able to get a post up with the like official entry stuff until after Thanksgiving. Uh, probably not until like when well, this, this won't ep- come out. Until right. But I'm saying like I can't <laughs> I'm not going to post it early. Like it's going to be after this episode mm-hmm. publishes. So keep an eye out for that uh, at the tone control on Instagram. Hashtag control your tone for a $50 gift card to stringjoy.com. Easy and peasy. <laughs> hey, you want to do some questions? Actually, first, yeah. I want to say thanks to Pedal Genie for sponsoring the Tone Control. As always, you guys are super cool, and we like you. Very, very good. Very good. Very good. <laughs> I have a pedal over there, but I, I don't too. think I we're doing our usual thing. No, I haven't even tried no. it. I've had it for three weeks. I haven't plugged it in. I haven't opened mine either. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's common. <laughs> but anyway... Um, yeah, so I, we've got a whole note sheet full of fun stuff. Um, to this, and you know, listener focused episode. That's what that's what's up. Yeah. So yeah. let's right out of the gate from Jeffrey Wright. This question came in today. How about cold weather guitar storage and maintenance? I just moved to New Hampshire from California, and surprise, it's cold. Yeah, uh, the answer is guitars sound better in the cold. Embrace it. <laughs> the truth is. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, I don't, as far as storage goes, I don't actually know a ton about guitar storage. I've heard about things mm. like, uh, loosening like, up loosen- the strings. Yeah. Um, but I also, I, I've never actually done that. So I don't know how true that is. Um, I've heard like, yeah, cause I've sh- also heard the opposite too. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I've take heard the strings like, off and then you hear like carrying around a guitar that like doesn't have the tension for a long time mm-hmm. could do some kind of. Damage. I'm not sure what that would be. It kind of seems like it depends on the age of the wood, right? If there's something still settling about the guitar, perhaps Maybe. you could cause harm by not having it settle in the right shape. Maybe. I've heard also like Sweetwater ships their guitars with the strings loosened, which I've heard some complaints about because like guitars are designed to have tension on them. Right. Um, and whether That's why or not they have truss rods. <laughs> yeah. So um, one thing I will say is like if you're getting your guitars off a moving truck or something like that and they are cold, leave them in the case unopened in your house for a couple days probably. This um, is like meat thawing rules, right? Yeah, right. Don't take it out of the case and start playing it right away or put it on a rack. Leave it in its case and let it come up to room temp very slowly, especially if that guitar has a nitro finish. It will definitely crack if you uh, – if you open mm-hmm. that you case and bring it into a warm it, change environment. Change it too rapidly. Um, or blast it with a heater. You know, well, yeah. you know, when this used to come up for, for me, I can remember band practice. Uh, you know, we're practicing, we have like a space or something, and it's not where people live. Mm-hmm. And in those situations, we have to have heaters. And there were times where, I mean, we would need to get there like super early to, to get the heaters yeah. rolling because you didn't want to like you didn't want to be blasting the heaters when you bring your guitar into the room. And, you know, it's like this complicated thing. Like, so that, that, cause that, you know, that sucks. Yeah. Um, Um, As far as maintenance goes, I tend to give my guitars like a good proper setup adjustment, just what I can do at home myself. Like I'm not doing any crazy like luthier jobs or anything, but about twice a year. And it's usually like around this time of year. And then probably in six more months, like kind of when it's, becoming humid and stuff. And like, you'll just know, like your guitars start to change and it, it's annoying. So um, <laughs> that's kind of all I there is to like, it. Like, I don't have my, a great my, answer, but. 
I felt like my guitars had a couple of years where they were changing regularly on the season like that, mm -hmm. and then they stabilize. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know if that's true for all guitars, but I haven't needed to, like, each time I pick mine up, it... It is not like out. It's not buzzy. It's not weird. It depends anymore. on guitar Where construction it used to be. too. It used and to be. Yeah, like my my blue telly has a quarter saw neck, and that thing does not move. And mm-hmm. but like that's why I paid extra for a quarter saw neck was for that advantage. Um, but you know my my Les Paul, my other tellies and stuff, they usually need some kind of minor adjustment. It's not like they're unplayable. It's not like they're useless or anything like that. It's just to get them into to keep them up to snuff. They just need a setup. And I think anywhere any guitar shop that's you know like worth its weight is going to do a good setup. And and Manchester, if you move to New Hampshire, Manchester Music Mill is the place for that. Um, mm. There are plenty of other places around. Obviously, I'm not assuming you live in central New Hampshire, but or southern New Hampshire. But you know, just find a find a good place, get it set up. Um, especially like if you're moving across the country, I would leave it to a pro for the first time, and then if you're comfortable doing your own adjustments um, from then on, that might be better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, storage is a tough or, one. Or I, I don't get get comfortable doing your own adjustments. Um, do like do them. See how good you can get it, and then take it to a pro. Yeah, or like I was going to suggest, take it to a pro this first time, and then for the smaller mm-hmm. maintenance moving forward, go try it yourself. Sure. Um, okay. Either one, either or. I guess that's my recommendation. Storage is like I said, it's a little tricky for me. I don't, I don't have guitars in storage, and I've unfortunately never been in a situation that I've had to do that. But yeah, I, I would yeah, do some some googling. I guess I know that's not what you want to hear, but. <laughs> We solicit questions, and then the answer is, I don't know, I don't know look it Google up. it. <laughs> let, let me f***ing Google that for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Okay. I'm a terrible person. Um, curious about where you moved to New Hampshire, because Justin and I are both New Hampshire people, sort of. I mean, I'm not from here, and Justin's not from where he is. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know Derek's I mean. not from New Hampshire, but he is there. I'm from New Hampshire, but I'm not there. <laughs> It's like a so, some weird Venn diagram of uh, hey, I don't like the tone Davis Quaid has in the chat, but I also kind of do. That's what we're after tonight. Let's move on. Yeah, we have a ton of questions from two more people. Um, <laughs> let's, I love this. Let's go through yeah. all of Jamie's questions. Jamie's here in the chat tonight. Um, okay. Most favorite slash least favorite genres of music. Justin, go. Mm. Man, most favorite. I feel like I, I've really um, expanded on the kinds of music that I would consider to be favorites mm-hmm. uh, lately, and I think it's because of my kiddo. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's also started refining. I remember back in the day, I could play anything for her. I could play Megadeth for her, and she'd be like, "Yeah." Now <laughs> she's like, "Oh, dad!" You know, she gets in the car and like whatever I've been listening to lately. This sounds loud, or she knows some of them by name. Daddy, not monuments. Mm. <laughs> you know, I don't want I don't yeah. want that screamy music. Um, but that's funny. <laughs> um, I still I still am like kind of a guitar rock yeah. person um, for the most part. But there's there's tons of of variety in in what goes on. Least favorite. Um, I don't know. It's it's a. I was about to say it's still that like really kind of nasty country that's not bluesy country. It's like, like pop the, country. Yeah, it's like that really kind of awful pop country. Um, but followed closely by that new kind of hip hop where they just like where it's just the same thing. It's it's the 
they they say the same word over and over again. Da 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 da. There's like a thousand songs where that's what it is, and I guess the song is just whatever word they keep saying. And yeah, I don't know what that is. It has to be its own genre of hip hop by now, right? Because it's it's so. It's like there are so there's so much of that. It's so weird. Yeah, is um, that, that I don't understand. I don't understand it either. I there's a huge like SoundCloud scene for that. Is that SoundCloud rap? I don't, Maybe. I don't know. Or is it mumble rap? I've heard mumble rap mentioned. I've never looked into what oh. that means, but hmm. I, I don't know. Um, SoundCloud rap. We're getting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's what it is, but yeah, we just I, really pissed off Davis Squade by re- by mentioning it on the show. <laughs> I think I, I too have really expanded my uh, music listening in the last few years. I guess um, I am a firm believer of just like what you like and f- the rest. And yeah, I, I try to find a pretty positive spin on most music, uh, even if that spin is like I get why people like this, but it's not for me. Um, mm. which is fine. It's, I, I try to just say it's, I get why people like this and it's not for me more than this is bad because I like that is truly up to the listener. Um, I think that's a really good way of articulating what I was trying to pick out for myself a minute ago. No, truly. Like, I think yeah. like that is how I think of like, what's my least favorite. It's the stuff where it's like, it's, it's not it's not just i get why people like it but it's not for me it's the other stuff this is the stuff where i mm-hmm. don't get why people like it and it's not yeah. for me <laughs> yeah there, there, that is a category for sure um but like like justin said i'm i'm also like a um guitar based rock music person um and that's a humongous umbrella and i i intentionally yeah. have cast a wide net for that um so it could be like funk it could be uh, like i'm doing a lot of funk now <laughs> and I like it. Um, yeah. But I, on the same token, for a future question, I listened to three Metallica records the other day. So, like, <laughs> for the sake of the question, for the sake of the question, and which nice. we'll get into in a minute. But, like, yeah. it's, um, I just, I like stuff that has guitars in it mostly. And it's like, if there's guitars in it, it's going to hold my attention a lot longer. Even if that is a very highly polished Hollywood pop song, I still yeah. like to hear that. And if it doesn't, then I like to focus on other things like songwriting and production and stuff like that. So yeah, guitar, rock music, um, alternative rock, indie rock, that's that sort of realm for me. Least favorite, I agree with Justin. Um, like the the rap that is, I, I said to Beth the other day, a lot of these like uh, holiday ads for clothing stores have absolutely awful music and i think it's designed to be awful so you stop what you're doing and look at your screen and go what is that it sounds terrible so you see the old navy commercial or something but um yeah so like i'll go i think mumble rap is a real thing by the way it is a real thing and it seems to be synonymous with soundcloud rap okay i will go through phases of like really being into prog metal and then dropping it like Mm. a hot potato you know it's i just i think i do that too i get these bursts of of whatever genre like today it was i was doing a lot of pop punk today and yesterday it was uh metallica and and you know, it's just sort of like yeah. whatever is like, I, I'll scroll through my library. I haven't heard this in a long time. Put it on. Like, oh, now I'm on a blast of, you know, 90s uh, new metal or something. Whatever it is. <laughs> Do you know, want to know what's a jam uh, lately is um, the new Taylor Swift record? I see. Like, that's listen, you guys. Is it? Okay. I believe you. Yeah. And I will listen to it because in yeah. a past life, I would have been like, no, nah, that. <laughs> But I, yeah, I know and, and she's I, a pro, and I, and I, I respect that. <laughs> well, but I don't. I I have not been very interested in her other music. But this this one, I wouldn't say folky. Um, 
they're saying from from to respond to the chat. I wouldn't say folky because um, there's a lot of kind of electronic elements to it, but it does not sound like. And and mm. it's it's pretty well it's pretty produced too. It's not nothing, you know. It's not like acoustic singer songwriter music. It's it's songs, and the instrumentation is very different song to song. It doesn't really sound like her other music. There's a, a collaboration with Bon Iver in there mm. that is a fantastic track. There's a bunch of others on it that are great. Mm. So okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, next question: How have you guys been coping with not playing "quote unquote" live? Um, <laughs> You haven't been in a live playing band. I, I can't in... get enough of not playing live, you guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, you know what I didn't like is um, hauling my shit around. Um, yeah. So I did not join it. When I moved, I did not join a band, and I do not miss hauling my shit around. That's really what it comes down mm-hmm. to. Um, I, because I liked playing. I liked playing live. I liked the thrill of that, but it, it's, it's, all the other it's, stuff. Not, it's not a part of my life at this point, and I'm not missing it, so it's probably not going to you know, draw me back in. Yeah, that's fair. I, I agree. Like it's the, the being on stage and like the buzz of being at a show and stuff like that. I miss that, but I also don't miss literally injuring my back, trying to move my gear, <laughs> yeah. you know, which I think everybody would say, like nobody actually likes that part of gigging. Um, but which I don't really think is what the question's about, I guess. But, um, yeah. Oh, someone's texting me. Oh, it's my mom. Well, mom, I'm podcasting. This is going hey, to Derek's mom. It's going to have to wait. Um, Mom, the chat says hi. <laughs> um, but like, don't reply to this. <laughs> the um, I miss gigging. We we got together last night actually to play, kind of just for yeah. us, and just to like, not playing music sucks, and it's hard to stay motivated sometimes while you're at home by yourself. So getting together and being like, let's just play some old songs, just because like it's fun, and like I don't want to lose focus on we did this in the first place because it's fun. So, um, mm. and it was a blast. You, have you guys done anything like live for video or any broad, uh, streaming or anything? We like did that? some streaming very early in the pandemic, and I think it kind of it is not the same thing for me. Oh yeah. It's, I mean, how um, could it be, right? It's it's fun, but it's not. Um, it just doesn't have the same feel, you know. Yeah, um, it's sort of like how I imagine, like um, anytime I see a performer on SNL. Yeah. Um, and I, there's a question about SNL. So I, this has popped into my head, but I, a performer on SNL, I feel like it must be the weirdest place to play ever. Because you don't have your the, your typical excited crowd from when you're playing at one of your own shows, right? It's mm-hmm. this other thing, and obviously it's an attentive audience and it's a polite audience, but like it's a different thing, and you're going to finish and they're going to cheer, mm-hmm. but it can't possibly be the same thing, you know? Doesn't that seem crazy? It does. And will they it be does. seated? And I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, imagine the Foo Fighters playing to a seated crowd. It's you know? strange, yeah. It's, and um, I mean, no, they're the consummate professionals, right? There's right. no way their performance would be any different, but it should be. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's, <laughs> the only reason it's not any different is because those guys are like alien with their talent level. Mm-hmm. So, and it's probably true for everybody who does a good performance on SNL. Like, how can you possibly pull that off? It's amazing. Yeah, when we did our radio spot. Like over the summer, mm. that was the only like gig type thing we had. But it was us and two guys. It was a radio host and a producer, 
And that was it. And it it had that, like, we had to set up really fast. Like, there was a, not a lot of downtime between songs. So it had that energy of live show. But the music yeah. was way stripped down because it was just sort of this, like, semi-unplugged thing. And it was kind of, like, the the person energy wasn't there. Like, the, like the the vibe of the night wasn't there. It's just mm. as stupid as that sounds. But, like, you know what I'm talking about. Yep. It's, that's gonna, you can only get that at real kind of, real shows so coping with i don't know it's just sort of it is what it is i guess it sucks but um i miss it i miss the the part that matters (laughs) yeah next question do you feel like you are maintaining your musical skill sets during the end times i definitely am not and i think it's because no shows means no band practice um also like locking down and and distancing meant not seeing the band for a long time too yeah. um which we we do break that rule of rarely we've been joking we get together like on every holiday now so like <laughs> we got together pretty close to thanksgiving last time we played was fourth of july um mm. before that was saint patty's day so we've had like four practices this year but it's usually around some kind of some some calendar <laughs> event but uh i'm not maintaining and i i think Part of that is because of the overwhelming stress of everything else going on. It's hard to stay excited about um, things you're excited about, whether that be guitar yeah. or, or anything else. Um, it's it's just like so much on my mind, and I think I speak for a lot of people where it's like it's hard to let go of a lot of that. Like your attention is being pulled in so many different directions. So to pick up a guitar and be like, I'm going to practice modes today, or like, I want to explore alternate tunings today. It doesn't have the same excited feeling as it used to Mm. because I'm so distracted. So. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I'm obviously I'm not playing. I was hardly playing before and, um, kind of less so now. I, I don't know. It's remains to be seen if if something kind of changes. Now we've got the the girls are going to be home for the next uh, well through the new year at this point because they're not going back to school between Thanksgiving and Christmas, hmm. um, and uh, right right through their winter break. Um, that I I know that that always makes me less productive at work mm-hmm. when they're here for some reason, and it's not like they're like trying to pull me away from work or something, but it's just, it's just always it's happens. like, you know, there's people there's, at the house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not like imagining that I'm suddenly going to like my work schedule is going to free up and I'm going to have extra free time to fill and stuff like that. I've, I've really been kind of pulled in a bunch of different directions and that's not, you know, that that's going to, that's going to disappear. Like any, any guitar mm-hmm. playing that I was doing, that's going to be one of the first things to go when I'm like, well, mm-hmm. it's time to, you know, I'm working. Okay, the girls are coming home. Got to make some dinner. Do, do family baths, stuff. Do bedtime. Yeah. Here we're doing this other thing. You know, we um, Tyler was visiting mm-hmm. uh, for a while, and so we were like, any nights when I wasn't doing like a podcast or something like that, it was like, let's hang out. You know, um, and yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm rambling at this point. But yeah, don't don't worry about don't worry about my guitar <laughs> my guitar skill set. <laughs> it'll it'll. Uh, I mean, whatever. I, I'm also I think not it comes that, back though. Like I'm not that we, concerned about it, right? Yeah. I, you know, when I when I yeah. want to use it again, I'll be like, oh man, like I feel so fumbly. But at the same time, like it does kind of come back. 
quickly. 100%. It's not like, like it's not like the first time I learned to play a chord or something. Yeah. It's going to be like, oh, I remember what this was. I remember how to play this song now. You yeah, know? and when we played this week, it was like first couple songs were like, yikes, guys. <laughs> it was pretty bad. <laughs> but then by the end of the night, we're we're super tight, and it was yeah. you get this feel of like, oh yeah, this is how my my amp sounds in this room, and. This is how this guitar feels when I play it super loud. Like you get all those sort of, um, all the, like, oh God, I have not worn earplugs this whole year practically. Oh, so yeah. So I, I put them in and I was like, ugh, what is, <laughs> what is this feeling? Um, it's, it's a weird, t- it's the end times, you know, you know guitars, you know, it feels like guitars not important, but that's not true. <laughs> well, I, I will say like the kind of things that I'm kind of steering my attention into has been like po- the, the podcasts, mm-hmm. you know, it's been this, I, I do another podcast about games. It's been stuff like that. Like I've been Other thinking creative about places. It's, it's. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, and it's like doing a guitar podcast, it does feel weird to be like, yeah, but I don't have time to play guitar. I've got to do a guitar <laughs> podcast. You know what I mean? But that's literally like yeah. what's in my head. Like I'm thinking about managing um, things. I'm thinking about what we can do to make it more exciting for people. Like I get a lot of jazz. I get a lot of energy. I get jazzed up about the the interactions in the community and stuff like that. So that's totally what I've been thinking about. And And so I've been like on a podcast plus kind of, kick lately and I guess that's where my my leisure time energy has been going. <laughs> oh my god. What's happening? <laughs> We're blowing up the chat on you. Um, okay, next okay. question. How did We're the taking gif- way too long to answer these oh, questions. We are. We're way- this next one's quick. How did the butt gift okay. thing even start? I mean, really. I don't remember. I, I also don't remember. Um, I think, I think we- somebody did one and then somebody did another and and that that was the episode. They're spamming the chat with butts. It just took off. It was an organic thing in that moment. I think somebody said, like, I don't know, send, like, a butt picture. Like, you could do whatever you want here. Like, it was the Wild West. You could oh send my butts, God. you know? And then it just, it was it was truly organic, organic butt. butt. Um. <laughs> oh, man. It's that local organic butt. Locally sourced artisanal butt. <laughs> artisanal butt. <laughs> oh, that might be the one, Derek. That's a pretty good one. Okay, next question. <laughs> when will I be able to purchase the Tone Control merch? I don't know. Teespring store. I'm going to set it up right now. <laughs> we need a shirt design first. <laughs> it's just like Times New Roman. It says the Tone Control. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could just call them on the phone, right? Get started. <sighs> Teespring is free. I know, but I have looked into this a little bit. There have been some people talking about it a little bit. I was just thinking like, Mm -hmm. hey, if we made merch, like, would anyone buy that? And looking into how much money we would make from that versus like what it costs to do and stuff like that. But it's just a thing that got away from me. So when I don't Mm -hmm. have an answer for you, it is a tabled thing, unfortunately. But if there is a genuine interest for Tone Control merch... um, I think that's one of those things Sincerely let me know because like I, I don't know otherwise. (laughs) <laughs> availability breeds interest at a certain point. It's, I think we can do some level of this where we actually don't have to do anything up front. Where it, yeah, there is. I, I and then you unlock later it. levels later yeah. down or something. Um, yeah, so maybe in the new year. That might be a 2021 goal. How about that? Yeah, yeah. let's um, see how this fucking giveaway goes first, huh? Yeah. huh? <laughs> Hashtag control your tone. Hashtag control um, your tone. Favorite type of effect, mod, delay, drive, etc. Single category, what is your favorite type of effect? Oh, single category. Oh, I misread the question earlier. Um, it's it's drive. It's definitely drive. Then that sucks. I know, but it's, I think it also sucks. And 
Uh, that is probably my answer. But if if taking drive out of the equation, I guess then it would be delay. I think um, I think um, I think reverb. I yeah. think I like reverb better than delay, which is I so think, weird because three years ago you'd asked me and I would have been like, oh man, I don't want to put, have any. Anytime I get a reverb pedal from mm-hmm. Pedal Genie, I, I, I'm like wigged out by it. But those turned out to be all my favorite demos. A quick follow up <laughs> question from Davis Squade in the chat What's your least favorite effect category? For me, it's typically. Vi- fi- really? Wow. Yeah. Huh. yeah. For me, it's typically um, vibrato, but I've been experimenting with it a little more. I don't hate it as much as I used to. Um, mm. Otherwise, like ring modulator stuff that never really sounds good. So it's designed oh, to sound bad. Oh, yeah. I should have you know? said that. Damn it. <laughs> That's way worse than phaser. I mean, I have a ring modulator, but it's a collectible. I don't use it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Favorite, we're, we're just rapid fire. Uh, favorite yep. style of guitar and or pickups. Is this like... What? I, I, I might need Jamie That's to... That's not a question. I might Skip need that. To, uh, to clarify. Do you mean like combinations of guitars and pickups or just like tellies and P90s? Like I just am curious. Whatever we want it to be, he says. Okay. Favorite type of style of guitar? I used to be a very firmly planted single coil person, but now just like humbuckers, like low wind kind of PAF style humbuckers are my thing. I like mm. those a lot. And I have a lot of guitars with two humbuckers and I'm into that but I also really think I would enjoy despite having never tried it an HSS configuration <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's that's the thing I do like Telecasters a lot because of their simplicity because of all the reasons everyone always likes Telecasters but Stratocasters yeah. are immensely more comfortable to play so I'm kind of also into that I guess hmm. <laughs> so you could see this could be um Something, you know, you get older and comfort becomes more important and then things start to change. Yeah, I mean, I was a, my, you know, I played my Strat as my main guitar forever. And yeah, like upon switching to telly, it was like, oh, you know, this is so different. And like just how it feels on my person. And I get, I see why people yeah. are about that. But then upon going f- like heavy into the telly world for a while, Playing the Strat, it's like, well, obviously, like, now I know why they even made the Strat. (laughs) So comfortable. (laughs) So, what about you? Um, I I honestly, like, I don't know. I haven't tried that, like, too many to to be able to, like, find, like, that perfect thing. Um, I really feel like, for me, the important thing would actually be being able to switch around. Having mm. different things. That's why uh, I have because, so many guitars. It's well, be, because that's that's how I use guitars. It's uh, uh, more than fifty percent of the time not for me. You know, like my mm. guitars end up being for other people. It ends up being another option when they come in, and maybe their guitar doesn't sound exactly right. So, yeah. just the more options, the better, and the more different the options are, the better. It's why I too. have so many guitars. It's it's part of like the collector thing that we've talked about in the past. Um, yeah. And I just I, I like all the uh, the variety. I like when we go to the studio, which is so rare. But I still like like uh, let's try these three guitars for this song and pick the best one. That's my favorite part mm-hmm. of all of that. So I don't know, man. It's hard. It's a hard question. <laughs> it's a small part of going I also, to the studio. I also like it's wanna, a big price tag attached to that I know. one experience. <laughs> I also want to point out that. I've been thinking of this a lot lately. People talk about guitar stuff like, if you had to pick this or uh, Desert Island mm. top whatever. Um, and, and there's a lot of marketing around guitar stuff. Is like, it's the only blank you'll ever need. Um, we, we don't have to pick. Like, there's no, <laughs> you know, you don't ever have to pick a final answer. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I feel yeah. like we kind of forget that a lot. So like you can be a strat person and a Les Paul person. There's no one's going to arrest you. <laughs> Eric says you do though. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do if you buy stuff and it depends how much stuff you buy. Okay. Do you treat guitar and all of its surrounding ecosphere as a, what the f*** am I reading right now? And all of its surrounding ecosphere as a hobby, a passion, a profession, or a mixture of all of the above? That is... That's a good question. That is a, that's a knife in my heart of a question. Do, do I... What do, what do I do, Derek? I don't even know what to say here. What do I do? What do you think I do? Um, I think for you it is a profession more so than it Except is for me. Except it's not a profession when I'm playing it. That's, That's the, the oh, thing. Yeah, That's okay. why this struck okay. me so hard, right? Because, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. The most interaction I have with a guitar is professionally, but it's not me playing it. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Um, well, it's do you treat guitar and its surrounding ecosphere, right? It's not do you treat your guitars or your guitar playing. It's yeah. the... yeah. Oh, well, we're getting really meta here. <laughs> but I think that does put that puts that puts the answer in in that weird spot, right? Because I know what the answer is, but it's not that's not like exactly what the question is really about or yeah. or I mean, I guess maybe it is, like there'd be sort of a, a passive understanding, but mm-hmm. what do you think? For me, um I think to call it a hobby is insulting to my <laughs> My my passion, for lack of a better word, for guitars and music. Um, yeah. So, like, not that it's not a hobby. It is technically a hobby. But it, my identity is so deeply wrapped up in guitar, I can. it is indistinguishable. Like, I cannot yeah. separate anything about myself from guitar things in any capacity. It's not a bobblehead collection. Right. It's not a Rubik's Cube collection that I also... It's like Rubik's Cube mm. is a hobby. Mechanical yeah. keyboards, a hobby. I know a little about it. It's fun to dabble. Guitar, like it is purely who I am. Mm-hmm. And it is something I am always thinking about and always ready to talk about. And not that I'm like asking to, you know, like ask me about my guitar collection. Angling That's, for weekly episodes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like I at some point I passed uh the the time where I've been playing guitar for longer than I hadn't. And yeah, it's, it's the right. longest I had been doing anything like I because I started at whatever age. Like oh, I've been playing guitar longer than I've been able to drive a car and like that kind of thing. Yeah. You just think about that stuff. It is totally inescapably me. Even when I go through like if I don't play guitar for like two or three weeks in some weird turn of events. We're still doing this podcast. Yeah. We're still like talking with people in the chat. Like we're still, I'm still always low key. Some primal lizard brain, brain stem mm-hmm. function of me is like, what if I put my phaser after my distortion? <laughs> 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 you know, like there's, I'm always yeah, sort of, <laughs> there's always a part of that. So a good answer. Yeah. Um, okay. Next question. Did you guys think the podcast and its community would get to its, to get to this current point? No, <laughs> I didn't. Um, no, but but I I also think um, that goes that went in a in a big wild roller coaster. I'm going to try to tackle this quickly. I hmm. think that in the beginning it was like let's make a podcast and people are going to listen and it's going to like you know there's it'll this grow, thought yeah. in the back of your head like it'll grow it'll be amazing and like the first 
few you do, it's like nothing happens. And we're like, but you expect nothing's going to happen. Mm. We just did this thing. It's out in the middle of, it's it's in a total vacuum. And then you get like the first like listener email. And then we're like, oh, it's, oh, it's going to happen. Yeah. We're not talking about it, right? Because we don't want to be like that guy. So we're not talking about it, but we're both, I assume, thinking like, oh man, it's going to. Well, then, then you think like, oh, there's one email, but that means there's got to be X listeners. There's got to be so many. <laughs> and, then, and then some months later, we're kind of like, so let's, what, how do we figure it out? Like, like our, our statistics or whatever. And we find out that like, it's just kind of puttering along at this almost nothing level of listenership. <laughs> you know? and, that's, and, then you, and then you become accustomed to that. And then you ride that for years. And then you, and it probably grows for a little bit, but it's like, it's like super, super um, low key to mm-hmm. take your word from a few minutes ago. Yeah, um, but really, Discord is the thing that I did not understand or know about, and that's what's made this so much fun. I almost don't care how many people are listening because it's like, it's like this is what it's for. This is you know, it's, it's community. It's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. yeah. I think um, like early on, like when you're starting a podcast, you think about like, well, what are my goals for this, and like you kind of want. Not like podcast fame, but I want people to like it. I want people to find the show and, and enjoy it. Um, and now, like we've we've changed platforms of where the podcast is hosted once or twice, and um, in doing so, you get more and more level of analytics. And podcasts, I think overall, like we've been doing this for seven years, podcasts as a thing have changed so much in that time. Yeah. Uh, there's way more resources and tools for it now. So like, there's never been a better time to start a podcast than today. Um, but like with that like comes this sort of, I, I don't know, like if I started a new podcast, like I would totally be setting up a discord community the same day because it's like, like you're saying, this is like really what it's for, you know, not like what yeah. it's for, but like, like it's such a great part it's, of this thing that we never, ta- we never considered. Right. Um, but that's, that's the part of it that comes out of nowhere for me because the rest of it is just like having un- an, uh, uh, an unrealistic expectation Mm-hmm. Um, not getting upset when that doesn't get met because I'm not like dumb. And then, you know, just kind of like going, but this is what I, I like this. Mm-hmm. So there's no disappointment here, you know? And, um, but then the discord you know, manages to come in and, and rescue the non-disappointment from itself. <laughs> right. Cause we were working in a vacuum basically like yeah. doing the show. It was like, well, we had some emails and we'd like get some Facebook contact now and then, um, from a handful of people, and it was like, well, if if there's only a handful of people, like, you what need is, more immediacy for yeah, it to feel right. Um, so I think I don't know. I, I can't speak for the people who have become a part of this community, but when they join the Discord and they start talking, and you or I or both are like, oh hey, like if we are a personality in their lives via podcasting that is suddenly talking to that person's face, I feel like that's right. an exciting thing. Like that would be really exciting for me. As a fan of other and podcasts. It's exciting for me on this side of it too. When people come yeah. in, they're like, oh, you're just like talking to me. Like I've had that mm-hmm. experience. You're just talking to me. And I'm like, you don't understand. Like there are not that many of you listeners. Like you, you do not treat me like a famous person. Okay. But like, yeah, of course I'm just talking to you. Um, yeah. So, and, and everybody in here in discord understands that because we chit chat all the time. Yeah. And a bunch of these people are higher level on our robot that tracks you, how much you chat than I am. So <laughs> yeah. chats more than me. Um, okay. Last question from Jamie. Related to that previous question, what plans or goals do you have going forward, I guess, for the podcast? Um, well, I don't know, Derek. You want to do a giveaway or something? We'll do the String Joy giveaway. We're going to continue doing <laughs> cool stuff that, like, 
the giveaway type thing because honestly, Patreon allows for that, obviously, like allows us to do that yeah. more easily. Yeah. Um, I, I want to have more guests. Uh, we've had a good string of guests recently, which is always a treat. Um, right, right. Apparently, merch is a goal. <laughs> I guess we're going to do merch or something. Um, There's no downside. If and when the world turns back to a more normal place and we can congregate together mm. more safely, I would like to organize some kind of tone control meetups. Um, yeah. That would be at fun. least I'm in the Northeast, so like, if do a thing where we just like shoot the shit and talk about guitars in person, get a pizza, like that kind of just hanging out. I think that mm. would be really fun. Um, it's hard, but like, I think we, you and I do some amount of <laughs> yeah. All the New Englanders come to Hawaii. <laughs> come, come to you know, road trip to Justin's house. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> ding <laughs> dong, <room>? yeah. <laughs> Kidding, bitch. We're going shopping. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I want all people to know also that, like, we are, we don't do a lot of pre work on this show. A lot of it's happening kind of in real time. <laughs> you know the listeners mean? are shocked, shocked to hear that news. <laughs> yeah. So, like, as far as plans go, we don't have heaps of plans ahead of time. Like, we had talked about the giveaway, I think, only in between the last episode and this one, right? Maybe. Um, pretty pretty much. Maybe a little before. I mean, we've also dabbled in some other ways to try to garner interest in mm-hmm. the show because that will lead to be able to do more things like that. It's, it's really just about um, kind of fostering this thing that's a lot of fun. Yeah. So, I'm sort of tying in with that like coronavirus conversation from like, how are you staying motivated or whatever? Um, I get these short bursts of intense motivation <laughs> for something. I totally something. get that. Exactly. <laughs> of an, an intense exactly. focus on things. Like, and it could be a guitar. It could be the band. It could be the podcast. It could be Rubik's Cubes. Like, it could be anything. Um, and I went through a little bit of that with, with the tone control stuff a while back. Ran a... Uh, Facebook ad, like reached out to Rhett Shaw and we had like, bang, bang, bang. We had a lot of cool stuff for a short time. And it's like, cool, that worked. All right. And, but I can't keep that up, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Okay. Thank you, Jamie, for those uh, awesome questions. They were great. I appreciate you sending them in. Now on to questions from Eric. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. If not guitar, what instrument would you play and why? Such as, do you play other instruments, or what other instruments would you want to play? Like, I think approaching with the same sort of attention and passion that you yeah. do with with guitar and its surrounding I universe. Think, I think um, the answer I want to be true is piano. Uh, the answer that's probably true is drums. Oh. And I think piano would be a lot more realistic for me, and drums uh, is a little more alien to me. So. I think that's sort of the more exciting thing, but probably not the more realistic one. I also always say piano, um, but I also always say piano because I think of it in service of my guitar playing. <laughs> 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 um, as, as far as like understanding some other level of music or the other aspect of music. Um, yeah. I had never considered drums, but I have also like... It's the easiest thing to tap along and, and like air drum and want to be a drummer. <laughs> well, but and the thing is, when I 
um, whenever I have tried to actually play the drums, it becomes immediately apparent at the difference between somebody who can understand what drums are supposed to sound like and somebody who can actually do that. Yes. And it's like, um, like coming down to like uh, producing uh, fake drums on a record. One thing that will increase the realism of your fake drums is if somebody plays a real hi-hat with it. Mm. That's almost effortless to add in, right? Just mute the hi-hat out of your fake drums and have somebody perform the hi-hat onto it. But the thing is, if a really good drummer is not the one performing that hi-hat, it's going to suck. And there's a humongous difference just in the hi-hat. And that sort of thing, that right there is just like, oh, man. Like, it's I wish like a I humbling had moment. Yeah, like yeah. I can't even play yeah. a fucking hi-hat. Yeah. Because I like think... I think I have good rhythm. I can hear things that and, 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 and adjust things and make suggestions and stuff. Really intricate. It doesn't mean I can perform it physically with my body at all. And that's a thing that I wish I could yeah. do. Yeah, it's the, the four-limbed approach to making music. Like for guitar, mm. it's like, you know, four fingers on one hand and like, Primarily a pick, or maybe you're yeah. you're uh, hybrid picking it with the other hand, but it's I don't like drums. It is such a foreign language, and um, I think drummers are always sort of in demand. Like they're more in demand than guitarists too. It's for maybe like rock it's, bands, it's like not for the, it's not the classic bands. instrument that people want to pick up. Yeah. Um, also, mm-hmm. do you remember a long, long time ago we were doing some gig or or we're at something as a band, and there was a DJ, there was a turntablist there. I think it was in Portsmouth at Bull In Moose. the band? It was, oh, and it was like we were playing with I9 or somebody. And they had, oh, okay. A, and he had a guy on turntables and we were watching. Yeah. And like that was the most insane thing to watch. The guy was really good. Oh, yeah. I can't figure out which of those finger movements make those sounds. It's, it, you know, I think yeah. I understand it, right? It's supposed to be the record, but he does stuff that has seemingly nothing to do with. Yeah. That sort of thing is record. also mesmerizing to me. Um, and the way right. they listen to the other record for a second <sighs> while the thing is playing and then like to find the right beat. Yeah. That's insane. It's I mean, I've never alien. tried it. So maybe it makes more sense if you're the one in the headphones, but like I, I look at them and I'm like, how are you how are you doing that? How are that you able no to do that? Sense. Yeah. I think that that is like one of the most like watching <laughs> someone do their Good thing answer. really well is like it's just awesome to watch an expert do whatever they are an expert at, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So okay, what's your must watch YouTube channels? Music or otherwise. Do you want to go? Mine are all game stuff, truly, and then and then it's the crap that you guys post in Discord. Okay. So it's it's like game stuff, all the guitar stuff, you guys are feeding me that. So keep going. I watch a lot of um You know what I mean? Crap in the in it's a never mind. You know, I don't have to explain myself to you. <laughs> I watch a lot of um I watch a lot of guitar YouTube stuff, Retshall, obviously. Um, some of Trogli's guitar show, which is, uh, this guy, I think he's in the Midwest. He's kind of a goofball, um, very sincere, incredibly smart about Gibson guitar history. And mm. he approaches stuff in a very objective way and goes into just immaculate and minute detail about Gibson guitar history and new guitars, old guitars and stuff like that. It's awesome. I've learned so much from that channel. I love it. Uh, it's kind of in podcast format, but he gets in really close with um, just like measurements on guitars and, and talking like, well, if you look at the guitars from this year to that year, they change the type of screw that holds the pickguard down. Like it's intensely yeah, nerdy, yeah. but it's really kind of fun. Um, I watch a lot of food and like cooking YouTube also. Um, Josh Weissman, Binging with Babish, which is now called Babish Culinary Universe. And 
uh, food wishes, and I watched some video game stuff. The Jez for Destiny stuff is my guy. He's very, very, very funny. <laughs> I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. I'm scrolling through my YouTube. Right, up here. is not jump. Oh yeah, I that's, remember that. That's not a huge time commitment. He doesn't release a ton of videos, but they're always worth it. Uh, I can't really like find my YouTube stuff here very easily. Um, you know, mine is probably going to change. Oh, Rick too, Beato. because okay, Rick Beato's uh, stuff about what makes this song great is so oh, good. Yes, 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 yes. He gets stems and stuff, and he can like listen to the kick drum and like like I said yeah. that last episode where. Like we listen to music for those details that no one cares about. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's perfect for that right. kind of thing. That's that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, the way Google like chases your current interests. Um, I just bought the computer part that I've been waiting three years to buy. Mm-hmm. So now I don't need to be following all these blogs about the stock and when they're releasing and the specs and the benchmarks and everything. Right. So this is all going to start to fall off and I'm going to, my YouTube feed will be filled with other stuff. Adam Neely has a great YouTube channel about, he's like more of a jazz fusion musician, but he plays bass primarily. And it's really great to see that perspective Mm -hmm. intensely nerdy, but in a genre that I know nothing about. (laughs) Um, all the other like kind of regular uh, guitar stuff, CME, um, yeah. Wildwood guitars, like those those kinds of things. Of course, I'm trying sure. to think of what else. That's that's kind of the the majority, I would say. Cool. Then whatever comes across my main feed that I see, like oh, that looks interesting. That's what I'm always yeah. doing. Main feed. That's why. That's what I'm saying. I'm shaped by my own by like a search I did two months ago. Oh, um, I, I really like um, Ola. Ola England's uh, uh, YouTube channel because he does this great series called Will It Chug? <laughs> I've seen that, yes. <laughs> he takes like whatever piece of guitar gear, starts a timer, and he's like, okay, you can see how long it Tries takes to, to get this thing ch- to chug. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes uh, it's, it's gear designed to be chugged, and other times it's like right. a DS1. It doesn't, which <laughs> doesn't make sense. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a favorite SNL skit? I, I am relatively inexperienced with SNL and I know that's like a cardinal sin but um, it's not that big a deal I don't know I off the top of my head the Lonely Island stuff is obviously like top oh, of mind fabulous. really yeah. really good um, I know what you're going to say which is also on my list but I won't say it um, <laughs> you won't steal it from I'm me I'm not going to steal your answer um, <laughs> yeah I, I just don't keep up with SNL I guess I don't, I don't know I think um <laughs> Kind of anything with Bill Hader is also really great. <laughs> I love yep, Bill Hader. Yep. He's very, very funny. Um, yeah, you go. The greatest SNL skit of all time is <laughs> Bill Schwetty's Schwetty Balls. It was from the Christmas episode many, many years ago. Alec Baldwin was hosting. Uh, the scenario is uh, it's an NPR interview. Mm. And it's the best. You got to see it. I'm not even going to say another word. That is a good one. Um, I'm drawing a blank on so many greats, and I, I know of them. I just <laughs> I can't think of them now. I, um, I, I was really like the whole, um, obviously, like the Will Ferrell era was really, really great. And, and I think that was kind of when that skit was from. And then I think the Andy Samberg era and when mm-hmm. Tina Fey was still on the show and stuff like that is great. It's not that they're not doing awesome stuff now and there are brilliant people always coming and going through there. So it's, it's hard. It's always hard to pick 
a thing, but um, that's Actually, something I remember. To tie the, this question and the last question together, this is something I mentioned to you the other day. On Saturday Night Live's YouTube channel, they have a series of the making of SNL, and they're like 10 to 15 oh, yeah. minute segments about how they put the show together each week. It's great. Mm-hmm. They have stuff down to the camera operators and costume design. And the showrunners and the cue card people, and they're just these quick little documentary things. It's great. Nice. Candle pin or 10 pin bowling? Um, Definitely 10 pin. I have never been candle pin bowling, so 10 pin. Yeah, candle pin's a New England thing. I am Um, also from there, and it's not a thing in southern New England, I can tell you that. No, it's a, it's, yeah, it's like a pretty local thing. Um, So I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of listeners haven't heard of it. Candle pin is a really narrow straight pin and you throw with a ball that's like the size of a softball. Mm-hmm. And uh, the rules are the same except you have three balls per frame instead of two like you do in regular 10-pin. There's I also a thing. This. Yeah, it's, it's whatever. It's boring. 10-pin um, is much better. The trouble is 10-pin uh, requires a lot more kind of like physical, physicality because the balls are so much larger and heavier. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of people, it actually, like, hurts their hand and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So Um, there's also a thing around here uh, that I didn't know about until recently called duck pin. Oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah. So duck pin is a— Let me Google it. The lanes are really short. They're, like, uh, maybe 20 feet long. Oh, Um, my God. You you play with candle pin-sized balls. Uh, The pins are all on cords. So— they are sort of, they're not suspended on the cords, but they can be drawn up hmm. by the cords. And so when the ball strikes them, they swing as though they are hanging on a cord because they literally are loosely. Um, it's really weird, but like it was something that Aria could participate in. Wow. There's a place near here and we went one time. It was like a, it's like a pizza and hmm. beer. It's actually a really, like they have like 80 beers on tap oh kind of God. place. And they had a, they had a, f- a seven or eight lanes of duck pan over on the side. Anyway, cool. we're not doing that right now because it's all crowded, but or at hmm. least that's it's crowded when there's people there. Uh, that's how eight crowded or nine works. ball. That's how crowded, yeah. Eight or nine ball. What do we play in Kentucky? I think it's nine. Isn't it nine ball? I think eight eight ball is when it's a diamond, right? I think. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I've ever played it, eight yeah. ball. I don't know enough about this stuff to have an informed okay. opinion. I'm a, it's not like I'm like, well, I can't play eight ball because I'm a, a nine ball champ. Like, no, sorry. <laughs> sorry, dude. He's <laughs> mad. He's, He's mad. Hey, I asked him, like, what kind of questions, like, what do you what do you think we are? <laughs> he said it's like a sports bar podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite Taco Bell menu item. I don't uh, remember ever ordering from Taco Bell. I think I've ordered from Taco Bell twice in my whole life, um, but the mm-hmm. answer is exclusively the exclusive Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew that you can only get at Taco Bell. Obviously, favorite Obviously. Metallica album. Apparently so this you is did research this is this why question. I was listening to a bunch of Metallica. I did not get through the whole catalog as I should have, I guess. And I know tons of Metallica stuff from over the years, but um, wasn't really like informed enough to say like this record's better than that. So I got yeah. through Master of Puppets. I just started with Kill 'em All. And mm-hmm. like f- my first real take of listening to Metallica very recently, obviously, and like objectively and kind of critically. 
which I'd never really done before. It was always like, oh my God, guitar solos, whoa, when I was a kid. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now I was like, <laughs> well, what's, what's actually happening here? And uh, Kill Em All, like I have this thing about the first of something. Like I find like the first season of Stranger Things is really great. The first Star Wars movie is really great because without it, you can't have the next stuff. You know? Okay. So... You can't so talk you're assigning about them value that they don't have. Go on. Yeah, but like you can't talk about Metallica <laughs> without talking about Kill 'Em All. Like it's it's okay. freaking thrash metal at its at its best kind of thing. But when you with the change between Kill 'Em All and uh, Ride the Lightning is immense. Yeah, they're, they're like a different band. It's it's in an awesome way. Um, so I like having gone from that to then Master of Puppets, I think, um, I think Ride the Lightning was kind of doing it for me a little more. Okay. I'm going to continue this Metallica journey though, because I owe it to myself, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's, that's where I am So today. I, I think, um, and I was actually a pretty big Metallica fan in, in my teen years, mm-hmm. um, I don't care for Kill 'Em All at all. I don't think that sounds like Metallica, and I have absolutely no problem dismissing it out of hand. Yeah, it doesn't sound like most of Metallica, but I think yeah. like I put it on, and I was like, "Wow!" Like I see, I get it. You know, this is I see how they sure, did it. Sure, I think that's one of those things where in that in that time and place it, it worked, but it did not grab me at mm-hmm. all. Um, mm-hmm. And I was in a different time, you know, I didn't, I was like going back and reviewing this after essentially like I figured out that Metallica was a band when the Black Album came out. And then I went and like Retroactively, started going like, yeah. going back through stuff and figuring out what this was. Um, and I got all the way back to Kill 'Em All. I was like, oh man. And I was like, oh, whoa, this fucking sucks. I don't like this at all. So I did not like Kill 'Em All. Uh, Kill mm-hmm. 'em all. It doesn't sound like Metallica to me at all. And I think they figured out what their band was going to sound like after that. Which is fine. Um, like that's what bands should do. Sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And and I I think if I had to if I had to pick a favorite, it's gonna be Master of Puppets. Mm-hmm. Um I I like the whole tone and feel of that. I do like a, basically a, a bunch of them. And then after um Jason Newstead leaves the band, um, I think I'm probably influenced by the politics of it all a little bit. More than just like I'm not I'm probably not fairly listening to the music that's come out since then, but mm. I don't really care. Like I, I'm not feeling compelled to give it a fair shot. I'm just like I'm because I'm of kind the of loudness wars it. thing. No, I'm just I, it, it, I don't think that's the kind of music I'm I'm super oh, gravitating okay. toward right now anyway. Um, mm. And I don't like the kind of attitude that was that was thrown around about it, and I don't like kind of the way they treated him, and I don't like the kind of ego about the whole thing. Like, I, I don't feel like a, 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 the the Metallica, what that is, and the, the guys who are in that band and the guys who have been in that band, any of those people are yeah. music royalty. And yeah. you don't, this is a little bit like telling somebody you're famous. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like Lars felt the need to like wave his fame in people's face. And at which point, are you really famous? And mm-hmm. Guess like, what? I'm a big you know, deal. Pay attention to me. Yeah. Right, exactly. Like, and and like, tell me why you're important. No, no, no. Just be important. You know what I mean? If you have to tell me, then you're using this wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I didn't really, I, I don't agree philosophically with like the whole way they're sort of presenting themselves. Um, but that doesn't diminish like that. I think they made a lot of like really fun, fun, fun records for a long, long time. And I, and all the way through when the sound yeah. keeps changing, you know, right up through like load and reload and all that crap. 
Um, there's a lot of songs that are just there's it's so like pop accessible for metal. Yes. And I think yes. they're great. I think they're great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love the long of- form guitar solo crap that was going on in the early days. That stuff yeah. is so like iconic. I think um, that's a good way to time. put it. I, and then like, I thought you meant the politics of it as in like once they got through to like St. Anger and Death Magnetic when they were like terribly recorded albums. and that are, Oh, like, yeah. The, the intentionally bad sound and stuff I don't mm-hmm. get. And like the intentionally not having guitar solos because that makes you sound like a band. band from a particular era, which you fucking are. And mm-hmm. like... That's not. That's the wrong reason to decide that. And then mm-hmm. it, there, there's that documentary going over that whole record, and they're sort of playing it like, well, let's just decide in the moment. Each song will, will speak to us. They're saying it like they're trying to decide for the correct reasons whether to put a guitar solo in something, and I do not believe that they actually did that. I yeah. believe that Lars basically said, no, I want to I compete with Limp Bizkit instead. <laughs> And for that yeah. reason, Kirk Hammett struggling for relevance, yeah. struggling for relevance in the like the, in that if. time. Yeah, there's a great twenty thousand hertz episode about the loudness wars, and they reference Death Magnetic a lot. Yeah, um, which is I think that's the one after Saint Anger. There's a, also a great I don't know who the YouTuber is. I should, but um, there's a great YouTube series of a guy re-recording all of Saint Anger himself. Mm-hmm. We've learned all the parts and tracked it and yeah. recorded it in a high quality studio environment with, you know, good sounding gear and good sounding recordings. And I bet the songs didn't become terrible from doing that. This it's so much more <laughs> about like yeah. it's it's so interesting to hear them back to back and see how it informs your opinions about music. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Um Metallica, very important band, um, but also I think a band that is greater than the sum of its parts. I found. Does <laughs> yeah. that make sense? <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm not not super interested in any of them as individual. Mm-hmm. Like Kirk Hammett is a guitar god, obviously, but he's not my guitar god. But in Metallica, <laughs> right? Like you, there's no one yeah. else for Metallica. Right. <laughs> so. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Favorite episode Favorite- of Friends. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't Favorite I episode really. of Friends. Um, I li- I've watched through Friends once, and the standout moments are when Monica puts the turkey on her head, um, and when Ross whitens his teeth. <clears throat> I have probably seen a lot more episodes of Friends than I realize, just in passing. But I have never attempted to watch an episode of Friends, and I've never. Watched more than one, that's for sure. And there it is. Yeah. Um, but I will say that any scene with Phoebe in it is Phoebe's the best scene in yeah. the episode. Yeah. Phoebe's very funny. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ross that's whitens ex- his teeth so much the that they glow that under. Like. <laughs> they like glow in the dark, and it's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. What? Okay. One more question from Eric. The last one. The last question, unless the chat, which is also just Jamie and Eric, swoops in <laughs> with the final question. Okay, one overdrive, one distortion, and one fuzz. That's all you get. Make it count. Take your pick. Oh, man. Um, uh, my my uh, Effecto tube, tube drive is an overdrive, so I'll take that. Um, I knew you were going to pick that. Well, whatever. I mean, it's a fucking guitar amp and a pedal. It's a fucking guitar amp and a pedal, man. Um, A distortion. um, Okay, wait. For the fuzz, I want that one that was like a lightning bolt in a tube. 
Oh, uh, yes. What is that called? I remember what um, that's called. The plasma that, that, coil? The plasma thing. Like, yeah. I, that was great. Yeah. Uh, and now I guess I need a distortion, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, this is, yeah, okay. Okay, for my distortion, I want, um, I just want a dual rectifier. It's not a pedal. Oh, he did not say pedal, did he? <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> so I want a dual rectifier and I, and then those other things. Done. Oh, get f***ed, Eric. <laughs> yeah, like I don't think there's anything you can't do with a dual rectifier legitimately. That's very funny. Okay. Um, we're going to talk about this on a future episode, but Mesa <laughs> just made a new rectifier, uh, a yeah. new rec amp. So we'll, we'll talk about that soon. But that's <laughs> well done. <laughs> <laughs> A new rectum fryer. <laughs> you can't okay. unhear it. Um, overdrive. Um, shoot. Okay, well, fuzz, it would be a... Let's go backwards, I guess. Fuzz, I would choose something in the tone bender camp. And okay. honestly, I would probably just choose Fat Guy Little Coat. Mm. So. Kiss ass. Well, it's tone bender style. I've tried a few other tone bender circuits <laughs> over the years, and they all have that kind of thing that I'm after. So that is that is the thing. Um, or if not that, it would have to be something so sonically characteristic, like like a big muff or something. You know, that is like very clearly that one thing. Um, distortion pedal. I this is something I actually struggle with. I don't think of overdrive and distortion. I know they are different things, but I don't think of them as different things. I think of the category as like drive pedals. And I think of distortion as higher gain drive pedals and overdrive as lower gain. And I know that's not mm-hmm. necessarily true. But um, fuzz is supposed to be the most gain if you're, t- you, if you're clocking yeah. it like that. But then there's like the clipping style where it's hard or soft clipping yep. and stuff. And so... You're stalling really bad right now. I know, dude. but like this is because I don't have a great answer. And like if we say, okay, well, distortions are hard clipping. Well, guess what? The clon is hard clipping, so <laughs> go to hell. <laughs> it does it so uh, softly I, though. Yeah. <laughs> I think um distortion. I say like I don't I gotta look up. Is the plimsoll a distortion pedal or is it an overdrive pedal? I would pedal say with, probably. Isn't it a dual it, stage? Uh, Plimsoll pedal. It is, uh, they call it Plimsoll Overdrive. Well, I don't know then. So, like, that's the thing. It, oh, no, wait. Full-tone Plimsoll. Oh, it's both. Yes, you have, you for many years, you've had two choices, Overdrive or Distortion. So, yeah, the, the, the full-tone <laughs> Plimsoll, for sure. Um, because right. it does both. And Overdrive, um... So a clon type thing or a tube screamer type thing. Like the Seymour Duncan 805 really stands out to me still all these years later mm-hmm. as like a, a great tube screamer option. And I just remember really, we had it from Pedal Genie so long ago. And I remember it being one of the great pedals. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <sighs> If I could play another instrument that wasn't guitar, bass, suck it. <laughs> <laughs> what a butthole. All right. Well, hey, thanks. Um, thanks. This has been the Thanksgiving episode of the Tone Control. Um, here's me giving we, thanks. Here's, here's us giving thanks. Uh, we answered questions, and that was for some reason what you all wanted. Uh, that's for some reason what we decided that you all wanted. Yes, because, it's, well, also, there's not a lot of gear in news right now, so. 
There, there sure. isn't. And, and so now all that's left is for us to say, um, you know, stay safe. Don't have a wild Thanksgiving party and don't have a wild holiday party. And let's, you know, I know it sucks to not get to have big parties and everything, but we got to cut off this virus's food supply. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's it. So there, there isn't anything left besides to remind about the giveaway. It's going to end on the 7th of January, which happens to be my brother's birthday. So it's going to end as a great big birthday present to my brother, Tyler. Happy birthday, Tyler. We're ending <laughs> our giveaway on this day. Um, go to uh, join the Discord, uh, which you can find the link in our show notes, and find um, us on Instagram, which is at Tone Control Show, right? Uh, at the tone control. At the tone control, we need you to be a follower on Instagram, and we need you to share the post that will be up um, by the time or very shortly after when this episode comes out, and reshare that that uh, giveaway post with the hashtag control your tone. Do it, and um, you'll be entered Discord and and uh, Instagram count as separate entries. So do them both, and that yeah. will be great. And um, double your chances, double, double your, your chances. Um, our Patreon uh, supporters are what make the show possible. What, well, okay, look, we'll be honest, we'd probably do it anyway. We did it for we, years, we did it anyway, for a long but ass time. Yeah. It's making the show better, um, and it's making us able to do fun things like these giveaways. Um, uh, so come and join on Patreon for one dollar. We'll call out your name and thank you because you're awesome. And for two dollars, you get to be in the chat with us. Um, ask you know just just making fun of us the whole time we do this yeah it's a real um it's a real chuckle gallery over here it is sometimes (laughs) it's less making fun of us sometimes it's more um but you can't help steer that unless you're here so do it um our patrons today that we thank include andrew walsh jamie evans jeffrey wright doug king doug gann righteous ryan johnson steve huffman Jonas Sabatier, Sabatini. Oh my God. So here's the thing. I was about to say Eric Giribaldi and I was really making sure I was going to say his name right. And then I screwed up. Jonas is written right above him and I screwed up Jonas Sabatini, Eric Giribaldi, OG friend of the show, Brian Rizzi, Doug Christ of 37 Effects, Sean Wright of Lollygagger Effects, Brian Gower and Kyle McIntyre of the Tone Jerks podcast. Thank you all ever so much. That's it. That's the story. Truly like... Yeah, truly thankful for this podcast and its community. So you guys are great. Uh, we love having you. Stay safe. Don't don't cough in each other's eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Good night.